0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the One Flesh podcast. My name is Haas Rauscher. The One Flesh podcast is all about marriage, the essential union between man and woman. Uh, My goal is to help young men find a girlfriend and help them make her their wife and uh, build a good marriage worth having. We like to do that with guests. We like to invite guests on and have conversations, uh, talk to them about what works in their marriage, how they uh, found a girl and how they built a marriage. Um, We don't have a guest today, uh, per usual <laughs> trying to get some more guests on and I think i will um once september kind of slows down and everybody's not so dang busy uh, i'm gonna get some more guests on from the one Flesh. Um, we actually do have quite a few guests on for the uh the sunday series i'm I'm pretty excited about that uh we've got one you know, i'm recording on sunday uh will willis with forged in fire uh his episode actually dropped today on the sunday series I've got uh, Forrest Cooper with Redacted, uh, next Sunday, uh, the Redacted Culture Cast. He's always a good time. I really enjoy talking to Forrest, uh, and I'm hoping to keep that rolling. I'm going to, uh, set a goal to reach out to a certain number of people every day and, uh, try to get you guys some guests. One Flesh, it's a little bit more difficult. Uh, I have to kind of vet them. It's, it's kind of tough because I don't want to bring somebody on here that says stuff about marriage that I don't agree with. Um, you know and some people may say well that's closed-minded but also uh i think that a lot of people do marriage very wrong and um i don't really want to bring somebody on here who's you know been divorced three times or you know (laughs) hates marriage or something like that to talk to you about marriage and so therefore i have to be uh much more picky with who i have on here um but i am hoping to get some more guests on the one flesh podcast uh i know a lot of good guys that Uh, would be willing to do it it's just everybody's busy man everybody's busy during the summer uh in the fall uh you know summer all the way up into september it seems like september is just you know the the busy month it was it was may and then september where everything is just going on but uh today uh it's just going to be a solo episode it's just going to be me uh surprisingly i'll have you know i'm actually recording one two three days early uh four days early i guess uh, so, you know, not like I really deserve any praise at all. Cause I mean, it's what I should be doing anyway, but, uh, I'm going on a business trip, uh, this week. And so I won't be able to record at the last minute <laughs> and which you might think that I would be a little bit more prepared, but I'm really not. So, <laughs> but, um, today guys, I hear this, I hear this sentiment a lot. When I talk about marriage, I always say, look, marriage is the best thing in the world. Um, I love it so much and I really do. Uh, My wife is amazing. DL and she's awesome. Um, We have a really, really good marriage. If you ask me Uh, by all, you know, available data that I've got, uh, we have an excellent marriage. You know, I talk to a lot of people about marriage. I talk to, uh, I observe a lot of people. Um, I listen to conversations and uh, by all available data, I believe my wife and myself have an excellent marriage. Uh, That doesn't mean it's, you know, there's not things that can improve. It doesn't mean that uh, it doesn't take work. It takes a lot of work, uh, but we, we have a good one. And, you know, I talk to people and I hear this sentiment a lot about having to find the right person. Um, you know, you talk to somebody who you talk to guys that um, maybe didn't have uh, a good run at marriage. Maybe they really, really didn't. um didn't, they, they ended up, it ended up in a bad place. You know, maybe they thought like me and, and sometimes I get accused of being a little bit, uh, you know, too idealistic or, uh, idealistic's is kind of the wrong word. Just, just lucky. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, because I think marriage is so great or because I think everybody should be married. Uh, it, it's just because I have such a good marriage. Like, uh, maybe I get, I get a naive is maybe the word that, that I get called sometime about, well, you don't know how bad it can really get. And, uh, you know, not everybody can just stay in a marriage forever. And, you know, cause I I'm a big fan of divorce is not an option. You shouldn't get divorced. Uh, a lot of people, you know, that haven't been divorced, they'll come at me about that. They'll be like, bro, you have no clue, you know, what I've been through and, and, and fair enough, you know, I have no clue what you have been through. Um, but the, the principle remains the same that, uh, a marriage without divorce as an option, uh, will be a better marriage, I believe. I mean, it's, been shown to me. I've spoken to people that, uh, have had bad things go on in their marriage where divorce was not an option. Uh, and they said, look, my marriage is better because of it. Um, and it makes sense from the beginning as well. I mean, the logic is pretty tight that if you go into this without having a back door, you're going to be more committed. You're going to work things out. Uh, I, you know, I think a lot of guys, they don't even think about it. Uh, and, and it's not, they don't think about it in a bad way, you know. It's not like, oh, we're not even thinking about divorce. It's like we're not even thinking about what's going to happen when bad things happen, uh, when they end up getting married. And I think it really comes back to bite them. Uh, and I and so, like I said, they get frustrated with me when, you know, I'm talking about it. Or, um, you know, it it it's tough because, like I said, I'll I'll go in thinking that somebody may have like a solid marriage, like. Uh, I'll see somebody on Instagram and I'm like oh yeah man you know I love marriage you know how do you how do you feel about it or you know how are, how are you and the wife and then after I'm like really talking up about marriage and and saying how I want every young man to be married or something like that um, they get really kind of maybe frustrated is the wrong word but just um, annoyed or something to where they're like yeah well I'm going through a divorce and it's like oh, man I'm sorry and this has happened like. Multiple times are guys that have been divorced. I mean, this happens in my real life. Uh, This happens on the podcast. This happens um, all the time of where guys are having a tough time with marriage. And, you know, maybe I should be a little bit more cognizant of their marital status before I start bragging about my marriage or something uh, or talking about how much I love marriage. But um, it's just happened to me multiple times. And the sentiment that I always, always get is, well, you just have to find the right person. Yeah, marriage is great if you find the right person. But if you don't find the right person, it's a disaster. just have to find the right person the right person this the right person that and even guys that have successful marriages um you know i've even heard guys that have successful marriages that don't exactly maybe they don't put the thought in to why their marriage is a good marriage or maybe they've just never really thought about it maybe they you know maybe they've just instinctually done all the good work or they haven't had those trials in their marriage that other guys have and they just haven't had to think about what really makes a good marriage even the successful guys are like, yeah, just find the right person, you know, find the right person. Um, I don't disagree. I really don't. Uh, I don't disagree. Actually, I'm I'm a big fan of that. If it, you know, if you've been listening to the One Flesh podcast uh, since its creation, you'll know that we have the five relationship criteria of, of which you, you know, judge yourself and, and your partner on. It's uh, religion, money, family, health and fitness and substance abuse. Uh, I believe that those cover a lot. Uh, if, if she's right on religion, if she's right on money, if she's right on family, if she's right on uh, health and fitness and substance abuse, um, you know, if, if she's too wrong on some of those for you, or if you're too wrong on some of those for this person, then I can tell you that if you jump right into marriage, it's going gonna, gonna to be difficult. It's going to be really difficult. So um, when I say that I agree that you need to find the right person, uh, know that I'm not lying. I, I do agree that you need to find the right person. Here's the deal though. I don't think it's going to be the focus and the focus. And I think that if um, you were hinging your whole marriage or the whole prospect of marriage on finding the right person, you will be doomed for failure. Uh, You really will be doomed for failure. This is where you get, um, to me, this is where you find people that, um, you know, let's say that they're focused, they're focused too much on it. Let let me put it this way. I think it's used as a cop out for a lot of guys uh, that, that get divorced. Here's here's my problems with the things that or you know, the phrase you have to find the right person. I think it's used as a cop out, number one. Uh I think that, you know, when guys look back on their marriage thinking about things that they could have done better, or thinking about ways that they could have kept their marriage together, uh, they say, Well, she just wasn't the one or well, he just wasn't the one. Just wasn't the right person. Uh, and I understand. I understand a lot of pain is associated with these things. You know, if if you know Dylan and I have had some arguments. Dylan and I have had some fights, um, but I can't imagine, you know, some of the things that, you know, like cheating, for example, I can't imagine what it would be like if Dylan cheated on me. I'd, really, it would be, it would be terrible. You know, I, I would probably tell myself all the same things that these guys are telling themselves now. Um, so it, this is not to talk down on anybody. Uh, this is not to say that I'm any better than anybody. Uh, but right now, um, I'm not dealing with that. I'm not in the trenches dealing with that. And so there's a certain, you know, level of clarity that I can step back and say, hey, look, well. I'm not dealing with that for this reason. And you know, I may be over talking it a little bit. But anyway, um the the problems that I have with the phrase it it's just about the right person is is number one, um, it takes the emphasis on, off the work. So uh it, it it takes the emphasis off the work um done to create a good marriage. Uh number two, even with the right person, marriage is incredibly hard. Uh, Even with the right person marriage is incredibly hard number three people change Uh, She could be the right person Quote-unquote the right person in the beginning she could be you know and kids may change her Uh, Kids will change her kids will change you you will both change. Okay, you will both change This is why it's much less important uh, to me over you know on who the person is and what they're like and and Much more important on the commitment that you're making and upholding that uh and then number four why do i think it's it's not about the right person i think those three cover it so now i have to remember what i said uh to which i don't oh it takes the emphasis off the commitment damn i'm really not good at this today uh i don't remember at all what i said for those three um let me get my pad so that i can write these things down you know like a responsible podcast host okay number one what is what is my problem with it it it's just the right person takes the emphasis off the work and i know what you're saying right now you're saying hey you should prepare this beforehand and to which i say no <laughs> no i'm not going to prepare this beforehand uh takes the emphasis off the work um takes the emphasis off the work number two uh what what was what was number two help me out help me remember uh oh man podcast uh let's see takes the emphasis off the work number two let's go with um people change i know there was another one in between there but people change okay uh number three takes the emphasis off the work uh people change and then what else let's just go with those two for now since i'm terrible at remembering today uh and i don't want to cut and start over again so uh by the way i just got i don't know if you heard my phone vibrate but if you think that i'm kidding about brett and i being like super hard on each other or constantly encouraging one another i just got a text from brett that says i hope you're getting after it today so that's cool to which i'm not getting after today but now that he sent me something i guess i'll go on a ruck uh that's literally how it happens is i'm like no nah, i think i'll take it easy today and then brett sends me something and i'm like well brad's in the gym so i gotta go do it uh let's see takes emphasis off the work and people change i know there is something else but um we'll leave it at that right now uh let's see yeah so i i hear this all the time well it takes the right person it takes the right person you know you, you gotta find the right person uh yes and no let's talk about what i what i perceive as kind of the life cycle of getting married you know when when you're dating I do believe that you need to ha- find a person with the right qualities. Uh you really do if if she comes from a wildly left uh you know liberal family that uh every single Christmas, you know, they all get together and they talk about Donald Trump presumably the way that my family talks about Joe Biden. Uh it's not going to and, and you're the other way. It's it, it's not going to work, you know, if if she's very very passionate and she has like well formed opinions uh politically on the other side of yourself it's not gonna work Let's talk about religion money health and fitness uh family and substance abuse um, if her family is just an absolute mess and she's she's one hundred percent engaged in it if it's a really unhealthy family and she's just you know all in on this unhealthy family and you have this nice family where uh, you value certain things that this other family doesn't value it's probably not it's not going to be great. Okay. Uh, maybe that's not the person you're, you're putting undue stress. You're putting unnecessary stress on a relationship that's already going to have plenty. Um, it's already going to have plenty. So why would you add that extra stress? So I do think that it, you need to find somewhat of the right person. And I, I typically, you know, uh, Ben Shapiro talks about this and I, it's either like first 10 seconds or 10 minutes or something like that. You can tell if the person's right or wrong within like the first ten minutes, um, if if you're really paying attention, if you know, uh, if if you know what you stand for, and that's that's probably the biggest thing is, uh, stop taking the emphasis on, on, stop putting the emphasis on the person you marry, and put the emphasis on yourself. You know, everybody says you know it takes the right person, it takes the right person. Half of them when they got married, they didn't even know what they stood for. Half of them when they got married, they didn't even have any sort of evaluation or A pulse on themselves they had very very little self-awareness from what i've seen and from what i've heard is you know yeah you can talk all day long about uh what it requires from the other person in a marriage but they don't even know um what their what like what their values are they don't even know uh where they stand on certain things where they stand on money or family or health and fitness uh they don't they don't have a clue they've never really thought about it and so and and you know, I wish more people would think about that. I'm on the side of, hey, you should think about this. I, I'm doing a lot to try to change that attitude. You should think about this. You should evaluate um this other person on these on these criteria. You should make sure that you two are compatible before you move together. I think it's wholly secondary to the commitment you're about to make. And that's my whole point with this episode is whether you marry the right person from the beginning or not, if you don't have the commitment down. And if you're not 100% on what you're actually, if you're not in 100% agreement on what you're actually doing in this marriage, uh, then no person is going to work. I mean, maybe you'll work it out. A lot of people do a lot of people get married. Like I'm talking about, uh, they have no idea what they stand for. They have no idea what the other person stands for uh, and they work it out. But I think that that's, I think that that still has more to do with the commitment that they've made and less about it being the right person. Um, and I think that if, if you're focused and if you use that kind of excuse of, well, it wasn't the right person, I don't think you'll ever find, um, success in a marriage. I really, I really don't think you will. And, and success in a marriage, I'll, I'll add this. I don't think a success in a marriage is just not getting divorced. Um, maybe you could classify that as success. I don't know, but I think that if you really want to have a good successful marriage, you need to get stronger with one another Every single day, uh, maybe not every single day, there's going to be ups and there's going to be downs, but, um, you should consistently be getting stronger with one another. You should be growing. Uh, you should, you should have a family. I mean, I really think that you should have a family to, to be considered a successful marriage. Maybe that comes in the way of kids and for 99% of people that's going to, but, uh, you should have a church family. You should, uh, you should have a common link between the two of you that you hold, um, that you hold it at a, at a very high regard you know a, a set of people a community um that you're a part of that you make better uh that could be the family inside your house it needs to be you know even bigger than that the family outside of your house you should you should you as a team should better a community in some way uh like i said i think you should both be healthy i think that uh a lot of different criteria um go into a successful marriage versus just not you know just not getting divorced. Uh, I think there's a lot of couples that still give up in a marriage and uh, maybe they've just given up on the idea of marriage or even being romantic with anybody. And so they just stay married. I, I don't think that that still constitutes a successful marriage. It's a part of, it's a part of marital success. Uh, I think that, you know, um, a lot of people will chalk up divorce to, well, it's it's not a failure. It, I think it is. I mean, if you made if you made a promise to stay with that person for the rest of your life, and for some reason you're ending up divorced, I mean, that seems like you failed on that promise. Uh, I know that there's other factors in there. I'm not ignorant. Uh, you know, if she's tweaking on drugs or something and uh, just runs off and you end up having to get divorced, you know, after 10 years of marriage or something like that, uh, you know, I, I get it. I understand it's hard. I understand it's difficult, but I still think that that's a failure of the of the promise that you had made. Uh, on both on both ends maybe she's the one that failed on that promise first uh you still made a promise you still need to uphold it so um instead of banking on finding the right person instead of focusing on on finding the right person uh focus on the commitment that you're going to make if you're married right now and you think that oh well it's it's just because i've got the right person maybe you did maybe some people do find just the right person and and you know what in a certain extent um, to, to a certain extent, they become the right and the only person, uh, you know, for Ellen and I, I couldn't imagine being married to literally anybody else. Um, I can imagine it, but it doesn't go well, <laughs> you know, like I, I can sit there and think about it, but I'm like, I ah, really, no, I, I want D'Ellen. Like, this is, this is the woman that I am supposed to be married to. I think it becomes that through the work and the effort and the promise that you make. I don't think it's ever just that. Um, so when they say if you find the right person, I think you make them the right person. I think you become the right person through this commitment that you make. And, you know, again, Ben Shapiro talks about this a lot as well. You would think that I listen to him a lot more than what I actually do. Um, I mean, I listen to him daily, but it's mostly politics. But, uh, he, he, he talks a lot about, uh, you know, personal stuff on some of the podcasts that he's done. But, uh, he has a really good outlook on marriage, in my opinion. And, and what he what he says is that almost everything is a leap of faith, like every decision, every meaningful decision that you make is a leap of faith. There is nothing assured about about really anything that you do. Um, it's all a leap of faith. And so especially marriage, you know, I get a lot of guys that talk to me about how, you know, marriage is reciprocal. It's it's essentially, you know, a business contract saying if they hold up their end, I'm going to hold up my end. And if nobody holds up their end, that's why we end up in divorce. It's It's not. Um, it's a leap of faith, hoping you're, you're promising yourself 100%, uh, with this faith that they are going to do the same as well. If they don't, that doesn't mean that you still get to go back on your promise. You took a leap of faith, um, that they will, that they will hold up their end and they will break it. I mean, oftentimes, you know, that's, if, if everybody is stuck, let me put it this way. If everybody stuck 100% of their vows, every second of every day, I don't think you would see that many arguments in the marriage. (laughs) I mean, truly, if, if everybody implemented their vows, like 100% of every day, if everybody kept that promise, like every second of every day to the truest extent of what it means, I don't know that you would have just a whole lot of, a whole lot of arguments. Uh, and that's, and that's kind of my point in, in, in all of this. And in the one flesh series is, it is isn't every second, every day type of deal, but, uh, it's, it's a leap of faith, hoping that they will uphold, uh, this promise to the best of their ability, hoping that you will uphold that promise to the best of your ability. Uh, and it does get broken, but that's, that's part of the faith of, um, knowing that, that, that you won't always be perfect. She won't always be perfect, but you're having faith that you can stick it out together. And, and at the end of the day, hold that promise to be together forever. Um, you know, that's, that's the promise is that we're not going to quit on one another. And it is a, it is a leap of faith. And so when guys tell me, well, it's just about the right person, it's just about the right person. I just, I just, it, I'm like, yeah, but no. <laughs> yeah, but no. Uh, do you need to go out and find this person that's extremely wrong for you? No, you don't. You need to find somebody that's right for you. Uh, but it's secondary. It's, it's, it's a good margin secondary to the promise that you're making and to the way that you run your marriage. Uh it's it's secondary to um taking ownership of issues. You know, it's secondary to having uh making sure that you are the right person. You know, I would say that uh if both people in the marriage take ownership of everything and make sure that um they are presenting themselves in the marriage as quote unquote the right person, uh that's completely secondary to whether they are the right person or not. Um, I may be over talking, I may be, you know, beating a dead horse, but, uh, I I've just, I've heard it a lot. And again, I, I, I just kind of disagree with it. Um, I, I think it's used as a cop out a lot. And I mean that with all the love in my heart. I know, I know a lot of guys are having a lot of issues and have I gotten, Am I blessed? I don't really like the word lucky. Am I blessed with a wife that that loves me and is absolutely awesome? Yes. Does that mean I don't have any things to work out in my marriage? No. We argue, we have discussions uh, much less than a lot of people, but uh, we still have those same struggles that a lot of married people go through. Um, does that mean that I just lucked out and found the right person? No. Um, I, I don't think so. I, I, don't, I don't think so at all. I mean, do you realize how lucky Do you realize how, every marriage that is successful? Do you realize how lucky they would have to be to just find, quote unquote, the right person, um, the right person, just just magically found the right person? I, I think that's it, it. it's false. And it's just so on its face, foolish to me. Um, do you have to be compatible? Yes. Do you have to find, quote unquote, the right person? No, you make them the right person. That's that's the deal. You become the right person and you make them the right person. That's the whole idea of marriage. And, you know, um, I will add on this, and this is another good Ben Shapiro uh, moment. I think it's called the iced coffee show or the iced coffee hour or something uh, where Ben Shapiro went on this podcast and he talked about marriage and it was a really good podcast. I mean, even if you think you don't like Ben Shapiro, go listen to it. Um, I feel like he has a, a very bad reputation amongst a lot of people that just don't understand what he actually stands for what he actually means when he says certain things Uh, this one was more of a you know a personality not personality but like a personal uh, personal life podcast where he talked about you know his wife and his marriage and and his kids and all that stuff being a dad Uh, but go listen to that but anyway what was he what was he saying oh uh, you know later on in life I do feel like you have to be I still think it's secondary to the commitment but as you become, you know, older and let's say you're marrying in your thirties, uh, once these habits become set, you know, like once, once they've already built themselves into this person who has, um, a certain set of habits and they've been living, you know, on their own away from their parents for forever. And, and, you know, they've got this lifestyle that they've built up. They've got their own money. They've got their own, uh, you know, house, their own vehicle, whatever it may be. Uh, as you get older, I do think it becomes critically more important to make sure that your lifestyles work together but I still think it's secondary to the promise that you're going to make. Uh so if you're listening to this and you're older, um if you're getting into your 30s and stuff like that where uh you and, you know, this this girl that you might uh, go on a date with or, you know, this prospect that you think you might be marrying, um make sure it is very critical to make sure that you're compatible. It's very critical to make sure that your lifestyles line up. Religion, money, family, health and fitness, substance abuse. Um make sure that those things are in alignment. Make sure that uh, you're okay with. You talk a lot about what's going to happen in the future. You talk a lot about what kids may look like. You talk a lot about you know who's going to be the sole earner. If if we have a sole earner, who's going to you know be the highest earner? Are we okay with this? Or who's going to take care of the kids? Um, make sure you have those conversations because they've already formed these habits. They've already formed themselves into. Uh, a much more mature person and a much, you know, maybe mature is not the right word, but they form themselves into a fully functioning adult. And they've been doing this for 10, 12, you know, 10 or 12 years by the time that they're 30 or 35 or something like that. Uh, it is critical to to make sure that it's compatible. But I guarantee you, if you find the absolute quote unquote right person at the time that you get married um, and you don't, you know, codify your commitment and you don't make sure that they're holding the same commitment as you, it's not, it's not going to work out well. It's not going to work out as well as it could. It, it, if that was the, the forefront of the decision that you're making, um, you know, when you're younger, I, this is why, again, Ben put it very plainly and it, it makes a lot of sense. This is why I think it's better for young men to get married early. I really do. Um, you know, I think there's a certain, uh, there's a certain, allowance for you to handle things that you need to handle you know maybe wait till you're out of college or get them out of college or uh wait until you know let's say that you're still 23 and you're living with your parents maybe you wait and you got this girlfriend maybe you wait a couple years until you get out of your parents house or something i don't know are there allowances yes but um the younger that you get married i think it makes sense that the the better the marriage uh, has the potential to be you know if, if you put the right emphasis on it and if you If you approach it let's say that you're 20 right now and you've been listening to the one flesh podcast since it's been created and you've got these criteria and you're evaluating yourself on these criteria you're 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 upping your standards um you're upping your own standards and becoming the kind of person that somebody wants to marry and let's say that you're dating and you're evaluating them on their standards i think that if you've got the right mindset and if you've if you've got the the promise and the commitment in the forefront of your brain and if you're looking for the same type of girl that has or if you're looking for the girl that has the same type of mentality on marriage uh i think it's 100% better for you to get married early i think i think it is um i think that it because what happens is you shape this other person you can you can have you can have a lot more error in is this the right person the younger you are uh because you still have time to shape them before they form these certain habits that may become ingrained uh i think this is this is very true uh, myself, for example, for a long time, I was like, man, I don't know if I want kids. And I've said that to multiple people. I've said, man, I, I just don't know that I want kids. I don't know that I want the responsibility. I think I like doing my own thing. I think I like spending my money on my own stuff. Very, very selfish, by the way. Um, but you know, I want to travel And any, you know, I had, I had Dylan at the time. Uh, and I was like, I, I want to, you know, maybe her and I, we just build a life together and we go make a lot of money and it's just her and I. Uh, and very quickly, you know, over the course of years, I'd very quickly, uh, t- you know, switch my tune on that. Now we're having a kid and I'm very excited about it. Uh, I- I'm very excited about it. And so if, if maybe if I hadn't gotten married so early, I mean, I got married at 21, I believe. Um, if I hadn't have gotten married so early, maybe, maybe that would have become codified. Maybe the idea of having kids at 30, would have really, really bugged me. Maybe it's something that I could not have gotten past. Uh, But I got married early and it shaped me into a much better person having to um cooperate with the Ellen and, and figure out that dynamic early in our lives, I think saved us from, uh you know, codifying and creating some of those habits uh, and setting those habits and, and that lifestyle into stone uh, before we got married. I think it's, I think it is important to make sure that you're compatible uh, the older that you are still secondary to the promise that you're making. So What do you do with this what do you take away from this well let's say there's a couple different classes of of people there is the unmarried not dating that dude there's the dating there's the dating dude there's the young married and then there's the old married I think that's kind of the list of people that listen to this podcast. Uh, Unmarried, not dating, dating, young married, old married. That kind of covers everybody. Uh, I mean, this is like everybody on the face of the planet. You're either unmarried, not dating, uh, dating dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, unmarried and not dating is kind of oxymoronic. You're either not dating, you're dating, you're young married, or you're old married. Um, If you're not dating, uh, this is a great time for you to evaluate yourself on these topics. Uh, make sure that, you know, let me put it this way. This is a great time for you to do all the work that you can to become quote unquote, the right person for the wife that you're going to end up taking. Uh, this is a great time for you to, uh, think about religion, money, family, health and fitness and substance abuse, and make sure that you're on the up and up, uh, make sure that all of your beliefs align with the kind of person that you want to marry. Uh, and this is, this is a lot harder in practice than what people think it is uh and and I've seen this a little bit as well they say well I want this type of person uh well number one you're not compatible with that type of person because you don't live that lifestyle uh if you want you know a religious uh trad wife that that bakes bread and and churns butter uh well buddy uh you're going to have to make a lot of money then um <laughs> you're going to have to make a lot of money to pay for a household of three kids while your wife doesn't work and does trad wife things uh and you're not really hustling very hard or uh you're not going to church the woman that you're talking about is probably going to be pretty religious uh you're not going to church you're not reading the bible these types of things um so think about the person you want evaluate yourself on the five purpose dating criteria or uh, relationship criteria uh and say where am i at and if you don't know it, it work on the things that need worked on improve yourself constantly work on all of them all of them can be better for anybody uh, but focus on the things that need improved on most and, uh, and, and become the quote unquote right person. Number two, if you're not dating, uh, think about the commitment that you want to make with somebody else. Think about whether marriage is right for you. I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, it probably is, uh, or at least you want that. Um, think about the commitment you're going to have with somebody else. Uh, think about that and think about, um, um, what it's going to take for you to make that commitment to somebody. This, I'm not ever going to give up uh, on marriage with this other person. What kind of person is it going to take for you to make that commitment? Uh, and then established certain criteria for them. Say, I would really like them to be religious. I would like them to go to a Christian church. Uh, I would like them to have a somewhat decent family. I think that's less important, but uh, let's say they have a, a somewhat decent family that, that I can get along with. Uh, I want them to be somewhat smart about money. Uh, and when I say somewhat, you've got to realize that you you have to know that uh, myself included, uh, 20 year old people, 18 to 23 year old people, which I think is the prime time to get married. Uh, they're going to have a lot of these not set in stone. Uh, but you can tell who's doing somewhat good and somewhat bad at them. Um, if she just constantly spends money like crazy, (laughs) maybe it's not, maybe it's not great. Or Uh, I've seen this one in action. Maybe her parents buy her literally everything. uh, Or maybe, you know, because of her parents, she's got really, really high standards. Maybe they've like cut her off or she's trying to make it on her own. uh, But she is used to living very, very high standards. uh, And you're not going to make enough money to keep up with her. Seen this in action. Um, Think about these things. Uh, And when you build your criteria, know what can be worked on. Uh, so let's say, you know, for example, politics, a lot of times, uh, if you have just loosely, if she has just loosely held beliefs, if she's not ideologically committed to one one lane or another, uh, there's a very, very good chance that that once you open up and talk about these certain things, uh, that she'll reform her opinion or that you'll reform yours. Um, I'm not saying that this is only from, you know, female to male, but uh, if, if she's not just 100% if if she's not just already in $50,000 worth of debt and you know you can make sense to her about why we need to save money uh it's not her her buying her extra Starbucks coffees every single day is not that big of a deal so uh, establish your criteria and and understand what it's going to take to to fix those on your part it's going to take a good standard from you it's going to take you influencing her in certain ways so establish your criteria and then once you find somebody um, make the commitment, the focus of, of the relationship. So if you're not dating now, you're going to focus on yourself. You're going to get yourself into the right position to be a person that somebody wants to marry. Uh, then you're going to establish your criteria for somebody else. And then you're going to go start looking for this person in the places that they would be, go to church, um, you know, go to places where good people are going to be typically not at bars. Um, typically not on a dating apps, uh, ask your friends, ask your married friends, go to church, do these things, Um, then you're going to focus on the commitment. Ask very early what their thoughts are on marriage, okay? (laughs) Push this idea, uh, not too quick, don't run her off, but um, make sure that it's known, uh, make sure that it's known early in the relationship that you're dating to marry, get their idea on marriage, and make sure that the focus of the relationship is preparing yourselves uh, for that leap into marriage. Let's say that you are dating right now. Let's say that you've got a girlfriend right now. Um well buddy you need to start evaluating. <laughs> you need to start evaluating. This is going to look very it's going to look very similar. You're just going to be on a on a kind of a different time scale. Uh you need to evaluate yourself but you also need to evaluate her very quickly. Um and I know everybody recoils and says ew you don't evaluate your significant other. You do. I mean, you really do. Uh whether you admit it or not, whether you put it on paper or not, you're constantly evaluating your significant other especially if you're not married. Um, but take, take note of, you know, what's going on in your life, what's going on in her life, where you're both at religion, money, family, health, and fitness, substance abuse. Uh, make sure that you're both in a good spot there. Uh, and then again, you're going to start talking about marriage. You don't have to find a person. You've got a person, uh, make sure that you're somewhat compatible. Make sure that you find areas that need work, you know, that need work, uh, make sure that you make a plan to fix them. So again, if you're dating this person, and let's say you're hesitant to put your money together because she just spends all of hers. You're hesitant. You haven't given her any sort of access to your money yet, which I mean, you probably shouldn't have because you're just dating. But uh, I mean, it happened with Dylan and I, we had a joint make account, uh, you know, when we moved in together because it was just easier. Um, let's say that you're hesitant to make that decision because she's very bad with money. She'll spend all of it. Uh, start getting a plan together to fix that. Go through Dave Ramsey's financial piece. Um, you know, do these things that, uh, are going to help fix a money problem. If it's religion, maybe you start going to church. Do these things very, very quickly. And then once again, you're going to start talking about marriage. I don't care if you've been dating three months or a year or six months or three years, uh, marriage needs to be brought into the conversation. Doesn't have to be now. Again, if you've only been dating three months, they'll be like, hey, do you want to get married right now? Maybe she does. Um, Maybe she does. But if you haven't talked about it at all, maybe the first conversation should be, well, you know, how do you feel about marriage? Like, What is your, what is your thought on marriage? What's your thought on divorce? Um, what does being married mean to you? Have those conversations, um, have those conversations very quickly, uh, because you're already dating this person and either it's going to go very, very well in a marriage or it's going to go bad in a breakup. I mean, it's going to go one of those two ways, unless you're just going to forever date, uh, which will end bad in a breakup from what I've seen. So um start talking about marriage start talking about those things plan to be married um let's see let's say you're young married uh you're in this thing buddy um you're you're in this thing uh you know if you take your commitment seriously and you're already married let's say you didn't put any thought to um you know the purpose criteria let's say that it's been tough and you're young married uh you need to really center on the commitment that you're gonna have you know you should always be focused on growth. You should always evaluate yourself. You know, I didn't I didn't get my health and fitness in check until after, you know, a year after we were married or something like that. Um you should always be evaluating yourself. Uh and being married is it's quite the opposite. Being married doesn't mean that you can stop doing these evaluation criteria and evaluating your partner. Very, very big advocate for uh that's the time where it's most critical, is, is constant evaluation of your standards, uh, constant upping of your standards and growing. Uh, but let's say you're young married and you've thought for a long time that it's just about finding the right person. Uh, You need to focus very heavy on what the commitment means to you and what the commitment means to your wife, and you need to enact that this second. I mean, tomorrow, every single day, from here on out. You need to focus less on, wow, this person is so great for me, it's just the right person, and more on how do I make myself the right person and uh, how do I stay committed to this person no matter what she's like um how do i and and how do i exercise that commitment and make sure that you know we grow together and what what am i trying to say um use that commitment uh understand that commitment and make sure that you're doing the right things to make that marriage flourish and to make it uh to make it fruitful regardless of of what kind of person she, person she really is uh we've talked about these things what you do uh to make the marriage last what you do on a daily basis to um make that commitment hold true. Uh, you need to do that this second right now. You need to put a lot of thought into what you're doing. Uh, you need to, you need to really think about how you live your married life, uh, because you've got a long, got a long, you know, however many years ahead. of you. you got a long road ahead of you and it's a good road. If you treat it well, it's a very, very good road. It'll, it'll bring you more money. It'll bring you more happiness. Uh, it, it'll, it'll bring you family. It'll bring you more love than you've ever known. Um, if if you treat the road well. And I promise it has much less to do with the person sitting next to you and more to do with the commitment that you've made to that person. Uh if you're old married, kind of the same thing. Um you know if if, if you're old married, I would assume that uh there's gotta be some resentment built up from marriage just on any level, especially if you're not maintaining it. You know, maybe maybe you're old married and you've got all this down to which uh, you need to be a guest on the purpose podcast. So if you're old married and all this stuff, you're doing well, and you've got an excellent marriage, like I feel like I do with my wife, uh, what you need to do right now is send me a, an Instagram DM and say, Hey, I'd like to be on the purpose podcast for or the one flesh podcast. Uh, but if you're old married and you've got some of these issues to where you thought, well, maybe she's just not the right person, or maybe, um, you know, maybe she is just the right person, but there's some resentment built up or whatever. Uh, if you're old married, you need to focus less on who she is as a person and more of your commitment, and you need to start clearing out some of that old resentment. You know, even young married to an extent, but I think young married needs to be focused on the future and, and you know, maintaining the marriage in the future. There's a little bit less resentment built up, I think. Uh, but if you're old married, think about some of the resentment that you've built up over the past 10, 15 years. Uh, think about the fact that uh, some of these habits that maybe you've built up for 10, 15 years are going to be very ha- hard to break. Maybe you've been resentful about some certain habit that your wife has had for ten or fifteen years, and you just swept it under the rug. Maybe she's resentful about this this beer drinking habit that you've got. You know, every single evening you come home and you crack three beers. Maybe she doesn't like it. Uh, you shouldn't be doing that anyway. Um, but find the the little thorns in your marriage. Uh, find where the resentment is built up. You know, and admit that you haven't been maintaining it the way that you that you should. And I think this is part of my problem. Is that when guys end up just completely divorced, it's well that that wasn't the right person. There seems to be no sort of admission of the fact of, well, yeah, man, I really, I really let I really let us down with not holding my commitment. Or I really let her down in this way. Even if she's the one that went and cheated, um, what ways did you let this commitment down? And what ways could you have done better? I need you to start thinking about that right now if you're old married. And when I say old married, I'm talking five years plus um 5 years plus think about the think about the past 5 years um think about some of the resentment that's built up if you haven't had this mentality uh you know for 5 years of marriage think about some of that resentment think about the things that that need addressing in your marriage uh immediately immediately you're going to up your standards tomorrow tomorrow i I'm, I'm not kidding if you're a little bit resentful that your wife has gained 20 pounds or 40 pounds since you got married uh what you're not going to do is go to your wife and say hey uh, I need you to lose those forty pounds because I'm kind of resentful of it. Tomorrow you're going to get up at four thirty. You're going to get your ass in the gym and you're going to start lifting and you're going to eat healthy, and you're going to do that for a long time. Okay, um, you need to establish your standard. Okay, standard of commitment. Okay, instead before you change your ideas, wife, your your wife's idea of what this marriage commitment means, you need to establish your own. All right, if you if you've let this go and you're ten, 10, 15 years down the road, um. You need to put a lot of thought into your own standards tomorrow. Tomorrow. Do not let it go another day because that is how divorces start. Uh, That's how divorces start is we'll deal with this tomorrow. Um, I'm 100% convinced that that's how divorces start and that's where they end is we'll deal with this tomorrow Um, up until the point to where we're never going to deal with it. We're just going to get divorced. So tomorrow you need to up your standard and eventually... Um, when you've got your standard established, when you're doing all the things that you can in your marriage, um, your wife's standard is naturally going to increase as well. But maybe that's when you start working on your wife and saying, Hey, um, I I really need this from you, or I need this from you, or this is the way this makes me feel clear up some of that resentment and, and clear a better path for the future. It's not, it's not, all is not lost. All is not lost. If you've been married for 15 years and it's going a little rough right now, all is not lost hell 20 years all is not lost okay um and and i know i'm talking a little bit too much and i need some water but this is also my point as well uh is that people change um people change a lot and maybe it was the right person in the beginning maybe it's not the right person now uh you through this work of commitment and through this work of establishing standards and executing on those standards and being committed to another person you can change people A lot of people say people don't change. They say people don't change. You know, the older they get, a little bit, it's much more difficult to change somebody. Again, if you're going to marry a 30-year-old woman who uh, likes to travel out of the country, you know, once a month and uh, doesn't really ever want kids, um, she's got nieces and nephews and she's fine with that and she makes 200 grand a year and uh, the idea of having somebody else come in and put decorations up on the wall of her apartment disgusts her uh maybe, maybe the married life, maybe you can still live married, okay, maybe you can still live married, but uh, where was I going with that? It's gonna be a lot harder to change her out of that. uh, the trad wife life is probably not going to be for her, okay, it's going to be very, very difficult. maybe that's all she wants, maybe that's all she wants, maybe she's living maybe she's made the best out of her circumstances, and maybe it's all she wants right now is to be the trad wife, uh, but the likelihood that somebody's going to change at that age is slim, they can still change it can still happen. OK, people can change and people change through works of commitment and through works of faith um, and, and through true love, which is um, loving somebody, you know, unconditionally uh, and putting them, you know, above yourself, putting them in a position above yourself and, and living a life of servitude. Uh, just because you've had a rough 25 years of marriage doesn't mean that you can't form yourself and her into, quote unquote, the right person. OK, it can happen. Um, I'm, I'm very confident. I know what you're saying. You're only 24. You've only been married for, what is it now? Two years. Uh, Yeah, I get it. Okay. But I've seen it. I've read it. I've talked to people about it. Uh, it can happen. You just have to put in the work. You just have to put in the work and the wrong person can become the right person. Uh, if you don't put in the work, the right person can become the wrong person. Y'all may have been 100% right when you got married and through this lack of commitment, this lack of faith, uh, this lack of love um, this lack of maintenance, maybe they've become the wrong person. Um, and that will happen. There are going to be days where they are the wrong person. There are going to be days that these qualities that you married them for, um, this kindness, this love, this, um, you know, the sense of humor that they don't have those and they're the wrong person today. Uh, there are going to be days like that. And that's when the commitment needs to, needs to be first and foremost. And that's why it needs to be first and foremost every single day, uh, every single day. So, guys, I think I've over-talked this a little bit, but uh, I think it's a good note. Like I said, I, I hear it all the time. Uh, I understand what guys mean by it. You do need to be compatible. Um, you do need to be compatible. You do need to have common interests. Uh, you do need to have common values, virtues. You, you need to have similar values and virtues, but uh, marriage, marriage in general is the act of making yourself and making the other person the right person. Um, you're both going to mold each other into "quote unquote" the right person. So that's what we need to be doing, guys. Listen in. Uh, let's see. Will Willis dropped today. So if you're a fan of Forged and Fire, maybe you don't know him by name. His name is Will Willis. Uh, he is the host of Forged and Fire for the first eight seasons. Uh, he and I uh, talk. It's it's a little bit heavier of a conversation. Um, we don't just talk about Forged and Fire. I get to other parts of his life. We talk about integrity. Uh, we talk about some of what he feels are our failures in fatherhood um and how he plans to rectify those. Uh that dropped, I guess when you're listening to this, it'll be this past Sunday, uh, on the Sunday series of the Purpose Podcast. Uh it was it was an awesome it was an awesome episode. He caught me a little bit uh caught me a little bit flat footed on uh, some of the religious stuff and uh you know we, we got into a little bit on on some of the religious stuff and it was really a good it was a good episode. So uh go listen to that next Sunday. Uh, you're listening to this the Sunday after this episode. Will be Forrest Cooper with Redacted. We get heavy into theology. Uh, we talk a lot about that. Uh, it was it was a really really good episode with with Forrest Cooper from Redacted Culture Cast. So guys, go listen to the Sunday series of the Purpose Podcast where we help men find and fulfill their purpose. Uh, go follow me uh, at the underscore Purpose Podcast on Instagram. Uh, leave leave a rating only if it's a five star. You know my rules, guys. <laughs> if it's not a five star rating, then uh, message me and tell me what I could be doing better. Uh, if you're going to leave a three-star, don't just send me a message, please. Uh, because my ratings can't take it. (laughs) So go leave me a five-star rating. If you feel like it's a, if, if you feel like it's a good podcast, uh, and I'll catch you guys on the next one. Thanks.